0: Hello and welcome back to Dorm Room Chats. Uh, It's just me and Manny here today. Um, We we decided we've been doing this for a little while now. We've we over the past about year over a year, we go to films in theater, watch them like many of you do at home, Uh, but then we whip out (laughs) the voice memos or like the voice recording app on our phones and then give it a nice little 10 to 30 minute critique after watching the film. And we thought if we're already recording them. We might as well do something with them. So, in this little special episode of Dorm Room Chats, we are going to be talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, um, which came out May fifth. We're a little late to the game here, but we, we figured it would still be worth covering. Manny, how you doing?
1: Uh I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I feel like you know, we don't exactly have the qualific- I, like we don't have the qualifications, but I know me and you have watched a lot of movies. I think more so than other people in our generation um i yeah, think we have sure. like a little bit of experience obviously i don't have anything official it's not like i'm studying film or anything in college or anything like that but you know i think we give a fair critique of it and uh others around us i think have like uh, reciprocated those views that we give like a pretty fair uh in you know, a review of most movies sure, yeah. i don't think we have all too much bias um i think we're yeah i think a lot of the time we're pretty on it and uh Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 was actually one of the ones that was heavily requested by some of our peers and family um that we should go and check out and watch so yeah. that that's where we are today yeah, just no, went sure. to the uh the yeah the AMC and gave it a watch
0: it's a nice place yeah it was it's we've we've traveled we've even done international watched a couple of films in Australia yeah uh yeah. we've been many different cities many different venues this one was honestly it's its a pretty solid one it's not too far from our location could become like a nice little main one to go to if you're not too bothered about a bit of a drive mm-hmm. uh because i feel like that is also important uh one of the films we watched re- uh previously was uh black adam yes uh and uh. it was not only was the film bad uh but the the venue was also bad so it didn't really yep. help it kind of compounded it so we don't want to let that kind of seek into the influence the, the
1: exactly exactly without so,
0: further yeah. ado, we'll get straight into it guardians of the galaxy volume 3 what are some initial thoughts
1: of course spoilers are probably to follow yep uh well first i'll give it this i'll, I'll say for anyone who doesn't want any spoilers and all i'll just say as a marvel movie it's not bad um if you have a bit of time to kill you know or if you're into marvel i don't think you'll be disappointed by guardians of the galaxy volume 3 Um, it's an, it's all right. It's all right is what I'd say, um, before moving on to the spoiler portion. I know here, what's your, what's your review? Uh, I'd say it's
0: definitely, definitely not too bad. Um, while it is rated PG-13, I will say it did cover some, it had a darker tone to it than, uh, most Marvel films, uh, have had. Uh, it kind of continues, kind of continues like the gore that was introduced, uh, in Doctor Strange, Strange Multiverse. yeah. Um... But also continues a bit of a darker storyline, uh, following Rocket's past. So, uh, once again, if you are a Marvel fan, of course, you've probably already watched it by now. Um, but if you haven't, then go ahead and go. It's it's not gonna kill you. It was not the worst Marvel film I've seen, which is, I mean, at the very least, good. <laughs> bit of a low um, bar, but low yeah. bar, of course, but definitely good. But all right.
1: As opposed from that, uh, let's 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 dive a little deeper into it here. All right, well, spoilers be warned. Um, before going into it, I would like to give a little exposition, which we've done already before in, like, previous clips, so we haven't recorded any of that. Um, my thoughts on Marvel, this being a Marvel movie and all, I, I don't particularly like most Marvel movies. I, I think they're very, like, formularic, very kind of, like, copy and paste uh, in terms of their plot lines. And, I mean, I see Marvel movies as... as a lot of the time, I'm more of a crash cash grab than anything just because it's hard to make a good movie within like a year. you know it's not like I'm blaming yeah. the writers or producers or anyone like that. When you're pumping I out mean, like three or four Marvel exactly films like a it's year, tough like, to like make quality content when you're having like you're constantly pressured to get these movies out i mean Marvel, if you look at it they they create so much media you know not only movies sh- but also t v shows and and you know the uh, like they make they pump out so much every year so it's like it's tough to make everything good at the same time i don't think they should be pumping out as much as they do because uh i think you should spend a little more time and you know try to increase the quality on the movie itself but hey that's my opinion you know i'm not a multi-million dollar company and all you know so they they run it how they want uh but guardians of the galaxy volume three uh well, I remember it's been a while since I've seen the other two *Guardians of the Galaxy's, uh, Granted, yeah. I do remember liking the first one. I, I did enjoy that, mm-hmm. like an, enjoy. It was a good movie. I would watch it again. Uh, second one, a little bit more forgetful, but I don't remember it being terrible. Yeah, um, for sure. And I don't think this one was either. Uh, I think, um, at, like when it comes to Marvel movies, you know, I come in having a already kind of preconceived notion of how it's gonna go uh mm-hmm. and maybe that's not the best for like movie critiques but i i think that it like met the the minimum bar that i have you know that you know like a marvel yeah. movie should kind of surpass to be like a decent one mm-hmm. definitely better than black adam if we're doing comparisons but yeah it's it's not bad here what, what are your like yeah, initial thoughts okay.
0: it wasn't too bad um as i've said before i've definitely seen worse marvel films uh Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, being probably the one I immediately think of. Uh, I thought that movie was horrible. Firstly, <laughs> um, it was just it was just all over the place. So at least at least with this one, there was a little bit more um, of a contact. like a bit a bit more, just something to go off of. It just it it made mm-hmm. sense. It wasn't horrible. The the visuals weren't distracting from the like in a bad way from. What the, the The main plot going on, which I'll just get into briefly just to explain so if you if you decide not to watch this film and uh you're just listening anyways uh the, the general plot is um the are just kind of chilling out in like their headquarters at nowhere or whatever it's called yeah it's all called of a sudden North. this like this alien man this this super powered guy <laughs> golden <laughs> character uh comes out of nowhere and then starts attacking the town because he's trying to find um rocket the raccoon and take him back to who knows where at this point um so they they fight him off and unfortunately rocket like gets knocked unconscious and essentially has 48 hours to live um but when they try to revive him they they discover that there's like a kill switch on uh his heart uh preventing him from being resuscitated um and if they try to do so he will immediately just die so they're they're very no no one in the Guardians know like Rocket's backstory so they're all very confused on like why this is here and while this is happening we see kind of Rocket's um like conscious or like subconscious like thinking uh, about all the memories of his past his origin story and that's reviewed to uh revealed to the viewer as well through little uh flashbacks. Uh, in between uh, the scenes of what's currently happening. Uh, The Guardian's trying to find the creator of the technology, um, which they do discover based on the manufacture of it, and then go to their headquarters, try and get a passcode to unlock the kill switch in his heart so then they can resuscitate him, deactivate it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Well, it turns out uh, his, his whole story is kind of a... Like this, this guy that I think is like the creator, the evolutionary. He's he wants to create a perfect utopia, so he do he does so by like taking these animals and experimenting on them to try and make them perfect beings, and doing so to some really weird experiments where like they have like like bionic like um, arms and stuff, and like it's honestly it's you know that scene from Toy Story one. Like oh, the baby, yeah, and all the yeah. toys that are all messed up. That, that, it was that, but like, it was like, obviously, it's rendered to look like real life. So it was actually kind of horrifying, not gonna lie. No, the um, bunny, the,
1: the there's the, like a bunny that has like six legs, like looks more like an arachnid and yeah, has like, like a, a, like a yeah. metal set of teeth. That one kind of scared me.
0: Yeah, because that was literally the baby from Toy Story. It had like the metal, like, yeah. legs and stuff, but it was like when a bunny with decapitated, like, um, Uh, legs and stuff. (laughs) Amputated legs, rather. It was weird. Um, But basically, uh, they think that they're going to get out. uh, Rocket turns out to be this really intelligent um, raccoon who then discovers that they're never getting out. They're just like a step along the journey for this guy to make a perfect world. Uh, And all all of Rocket's friends in in captivity get killed. Uh, He escapes and then eventually joins the Guardians at some point in time. But that whole storyline is revealed slowly throughout the film, while the current storyline of them finding the creator and his world called Counter-Earth, it's like the dystopian is really what it turned into because his project failed. So because it failed, he's got to raise the whole Earth uh, that he created and start again. But he wants to find Rocket, which is why he hired this like weird golden superhero, well, not superhero, but superpower guy, Um, to Mm -hmm. find Rocket because Rocket was the only one that was actually intelligent on its own um, and wants to take his Rocket's brain and duplicate it onto all of the creatures he creates in this perfect world so he can be god and whatever. So that's a bit of a long-winded but pretty um, encapsulating uh, plot. There's some side things going on uh, with Gamora and Peter as well. Um... Just biggest to thing, rekindle, like, but doesn't really end up doing anything.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, the biggest thing with Guardians of the Galaxy, I think Rocket is like my favorite character. So for him yeah. to be like benched the whole movie, I was like a little like goddamn. Yeah, it does definitely. Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, their carry is kind of down, so it's like the rest of the rest for, of the team. For me, he's like he's
1: like the uh, the the humorous guy, right? Like, the witty guy. He comes up with the quips and all. And I feel like in replace of his witty quips, they just had, like, a lot of, like, yelling between, like, the characters and all. And and that's one thing that... uh, it's, It's okay. It's not the worst thing you can do. But there are certain times in the movie where it just comes off as, like a very easy way to get around that, you know, not having your like witty character around yep. to say like a quick quip or something like that. Um, to reference, I, the part where they, uh, so they're going, trying to break into like the, the Omni Omnicorp- I forget what it's called. The yeah. the corporation, whatever company that like the creator runs to like fund his Orgo experiments. Corp. Orgo yeah. corp. That's what it is. Yeah. When they're trying to break into that with the, uh, <laughs> with the colored spacesuits, um, mm-hmm and they and they get on the they get on to the like side panel of it and they're like cutting through and then Quinn has this like moment where he's trying to like talk one on one with uh Gamora about you know their like past relationship and how Gamora's like lost all her memories and he think he presses like a button on his suit which is like indicated it's blue and so is Gamora's suit so it's like everyone's like okay he's just like talking to Gamora one on one he's in that channel and then it's revealed later on that that's like the like everyone channel like every every person and and they go on with this thing where it's like oh yeah blues everyone and red is green and orange is blue and yellow like uh, it's, uh, uh, yeah uh, like and wow. everyone's just yelling at each other uh, that part like it's those kind of things where i'm just like i don't I'm, know I'm it just lost. doesn't do it for me it's just like why did we need this here like uh, like what well, is that's, funny that's about like, young, this?
0: it's not really even teenage humor it's like a little below that like it's honestly like middle school humor like age range but then at the same time they have a film where like like it's gruesome like there's blood everywhere (laughs) people are getting like their bones like broken uh people are getting like absolutely decapitated and blown up and dying and it's like i I mean that like because obviously all marvel films that happens but it's actually being shown like in full gore really yeah um which is definitely a different step for Marvel. But it's just like so so who what audience are we getting here? Because the jokes uh I mean I, I may yeah, I'm not I'm not trying to be a stick in the mud, but like some of the jokes that are stupid are like okay, whatever, I don't mind it. But like stuff like that is just like it's just really stupid. Like it, it actually yeah. is just stupid.
1: And I mean, that might be a sign of the times here, maybe they are getting more into gore at a young age now than what we were but it, there was so I there mean, was a lot of points in the know. movie where it basically the quote unquote humor or whatever devolved into like them yelling at each other there are a lot of points where like Trex, yeah. uh, Ga- uh not Gamora, jesus christ um Gamora's sister um nebula yeah. and um mantis were just like yelling at one another and then like for example uh when they're in the jail cell and like they're trying to like translate to the the sp- the Child, children who like speak this like weird language yeah and they're all yelling at each other and it's like and then Drex is like turns out he can speak the language it's like it's I don't mind it like I don't mind Drex at the end was like you never asked me like that fits with Drex's character he's like an idiot and all that. like that's the I, I don't mind it but there's so many points in the movie where it's just like a lot of yelling you know followed up by like a punch sign where it's just like I don't know for me I, I sometimes get like a headache just just yelling back and forth just yeah like that's the whole comedic factor of it um but at at the same time you know it's like there there are also good pieces of comedy as well uh when they're once again breaking into orgo corp (laughs) the like uh the like security leader of security or whatever the one who's on the cameras they break into that like uh where all the cameras are and everything yep. <laughs> and she tries to like talk to Quinn and Gamora <laughs> all right, please 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 let's not do it and then she gets get
0: shot in the leg just starts screaming yeah yeah like she's just like like, was... like hold up
1: hold up and then just Gamora sh- immediately just shoots, shoots her shoots immediately, her in immediately in and it's like and or
0: she's just bleeding, bleeding out, out like
1: shouting out. it was like that was that was funny it was funny, because oh, it's you know, cause it like you have a bit of comedic timing, like no one's really expecting it. It's like, yeah, it's like those kind of things <laughs> that I wish, you know, I feel like it's a little more subtle. Like that's that's, a, that's a co- yeah, the that's the yeah, the comedy that's not doesn't look
0: like it's trying to be funny, but it is funny. Like that, that's the perfect type of comedy to go for in a movie like this, and that, and that's why those ones did work, and I got like the, the whole the audience in the theater to even, like, kind of give up a chuckle. But mm-hmm. the rest was just kind of, you just kind of sat through it. Maybe it's kind of like, like uh it's stupid. It was like, aha, maybe laugh a little bit, but not, There weren't good jokes. I mean, like, it was moments like that, like, the, the comedic timings and stuff in moments that didn't appear like they're trying to be funny that were actually funny. So, yeah, in that sense, it was sometimes a little long-winded to, and a little painful to go through a scene when it's like like a third of it is just them on the on a little
1: comedic rant Mm -hmm. thing trying to trying to get a laugh out of someone yeah Uh, another another thing about this movie and i feel like all marvel movies is like obviously you always have that situation where it's like you know the heroes are trapped in like an impossible scenario and it's like no one's expecting them to get out you know, there's is like no like logic and reasoning suggests that, you know, they're like, there's no way they can get out of this. And then, you know, circumstances, something or another happens and they like make their brave escape and all. Right. And I feel like at this point you kind of almost expect that. But I, I got to say some of the times like when that happens, like 50 times in the movie and it's just down to like coincidence yeah. or it's just like it's just silly, you know. It, it's, there's just yeah. silly moments in the movie. When like that happens, from, it goes like from every... stupid
0: humor to just, like, uh, this, they're trying too hard. Like, that's what it feels like. They're trying too hard to get
1: a laugh. Like, and or, and what I'm saying, like, also, it's like, um like, there's so many times in the movie where it's just, like, it's just happenstance that, like, our heroes, like, are able to get out. Like, mm-hmm. it, it makes no sense entirely. Let me, let me try to, like, explain what I'm saying. Like, for example, when they're in the creator's, like, HQ, like, they're in the home, like, right in the lion's den and there's security guards, like, all around them and Quinn's had his, like, weapons taken and, you know, they've been, like, rapid, gravity surged to the ground because the creator has, like, a little gravity suit. Sure. Like, none of the guards have their weapons out. None of them. They're Like, they're all holstered and all. Yeah. And it's there's like, like, there's
0: moments like, where like the all the villains are on them and stuff, and it's like, yeah, it makes sense, it's, you know, they're they're fighting and whatnot. But then when it's convenient, they just go brain dead. They just stop. They just stand around, and then they can do whatever they want. It was very exa-
1: exactly. And then like Quinn, like it turns into a fist fight, even though every villain guard in there has a weapon. Like all so of like them have that guns. Happened.
0: They just gave up.
1: <laughs> and some, and also, I mean, Groot had like 50 AKs on him, and you know when they were at the like the entrance of the the door one of the grunts like scanned Quinn to make sure he's weaponless like they they didn't scan Groot like yeah what like what it's like those things where it's just like you know once or twice i can kind of let that go by but it happens so much in some movies that it's like, I like yeah what
0: right when you think halfway through the film when you think it's about to be over actually uh they they end up getting um our boy uh <laughs> Rocket Back to Life. <laughs> he he didn't enter the light. He he ended up getting revived. But then because of a comms issue, because no one's checking their comms, no one's checking their radio, um we have uh Nebula, Drax, um Mantis Groot, I believe. No, 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 Groot. No, not Groot, not Peter. He came back. Um I think that's Nebula, it. it, was it was, yeah, it's just those three. They go onto the ship where they had just got out of trying to rescue uh, Star Lord, but Star Lord's already and, gone. Yeah, like they're already gone. And they're like, "Oh, it's because I didn't check my radio." It's like, uh, bro.
1: It's <laughs> like, I don't know. That's yeah, it's like, just uh, th- like there's moments where it's like they what? forget that they have like a communication like device between all of them. You know, it. it yeah, it just comes down like. Basically the yeah, it's for convenience sake for the movie so that they don't have to like write anything or like there's still like a situation that needs to be dealt with, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like I said before, like I'm okay with shrugging it off. Obviously like, you know, if you if you ha- if you like movies are exaggerated, right? If you have something that's like exactly like real life or a super movie, you know, it's not going to be as entertaining. But when it happens so much it it sometimes gets on my nerves, but you know, I'm also yeah. I, I think I'm a little more pessimistic than like the avid you know watcher. Uh-huh. And and but the thing is when it happens so many times it just kind of trains my brain to like any time that the Guardians of the Galaxy get in like a tricky situation I'm already I'm already like yeah no there's going to be some bullshit they're getting out. Like I like I don't have any sense of um fear or like suspense. I'm like I'm not like, like, like Oh it's no not the, the case heroes, most like...
0: superhero films though. Can't you argue?
1: You, already, you always know, like, the heroes are going to win in the end. Yeah, there is that thing. But I, I'm thinking, like, with this, it's just, like, my brain is, like, trained to explain, like, r- like, expect some bullshit to happen is what I mean. Like, just some, like... You can see, honestly, I'm not too bad with the, the whole hero lives trope.
0: But as long as they can find a good way to explain it. But, man, they, they, they do some stretch. They, they make some stretches to explain or to justify the reason why someone doesn't die. Mm-hmm. In this film, uh, and in Marvel in general, but it's like, like I'd be uh, fine if you just had a decent story that explained, like, that could justify. Okay, yeah, I mean, it was kind of tense, but it's it's fine. But I don't know.
1: I, I and I mean, like the biggest things I, I feel like with that uh, topic of like death and superhero movies, it's like the most emotional parts happen when like a character actually dies, right? But yeah. then at the same time, you have, like, Marvel, where it's, like, I feel like someone gets, like, revived every other... Yeah, because, I mean, it's week. hard, because when you cut off a
0: character that's popular, that's obviously <laughs> big, and everyone remembers that movie, that movie's going to be very successful, because everyone's like, oh, my goodness, my favorite character dies in this. Mm-hmm. But then it's also, well, now that favorite character's gone and not in media, so it's like, oh, shoot, we've just, like, written off a whole story, <laughs> like, yeah. we've written off the main reason some people watch their films, so, like, how can we kind of bring them back? How can we, uh, how can we oh guys look he didn't die he's in another universe he's back i like kind of with the snap type thing that's what mm-hmm. I it, but
1: yeah uh well i mean that's why endgame well, endgame i feel like will ever be great in my mind because i remember Man was bold it killed off chance. one of the biggest
0: most popular yeah and
1: dude i honestly i'm not even gonna lie to you i i was like sniffling a little in theaters because i'm like he can't be dead right like he's my favorite one like yeah. he can't be. Like they can't just fucking kill him. Yeah. No way. Like the man invented time travel. Like he's a genius. So like there'll be something. He has some kind of. It was life a surprise, system. It was
0: bold, but they did it. It worked. And now we really they haven't like, really thinking tried back. to revive him, I, which I kind of no. respect. Because yeah, like, otherwise, on, like, that kind of completely takes away from any sacrifice that he made. So exactly.
1: I, it's like now, like Iron Man's like last sacrifice to, to defeat Thanos is like it's such a like I will remember that forever. So, I mean it's it's a hard balancing act once again. I, I don't like no hate towards like the writers or anything, but I mean, when you when you look at the movie, I think I you know, you have to you have to also look at these kinds of things. Um but I mean in general, like the CGI and all was was pretty decent in the movie. Like the plot was um like pretty fl- I I I enjoyed them like looking back into Ro- Rocket's backstory. Because, like, we had the first movie, which kind of, like, the focus on all of them getting together. Then the second movie was more, like, Quill and, like, Gamora and all. So now we got Rocket. Maybe there'll be a group and, like, Trex and Mantis thing in the future, which looks like there will because Mantis is uh, breaking off from the group and having her own, like, soul-searching journey. So I expect a side, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, feature film on her. Um, But, yeah, I, I, I mean... Looking into Rocket's past, like, yeah, we didn't get him in the movie, but it was still, like, interesting to see, okay, yeah, like, where did this character f- come from? Uh, shall we... Uh, w- what are your thoughts on the villain, Harry? You know, we, uh, we looked once at Once the... again,
0: we are introduced to another throwaway villain. Uh, he appears and is immediately written off uh, as soon as we meet him in this film, That is, Uh I don't know. I mean, the... I'm not entirely sure what his his background is. Obviously, we find out at the end of the film that he has kind of a misfigured face, but that is due to like Rocket. rockets yeah. like, scarring him and attacking him. Um, but it's kind of unclear, at least within the scope of the film. Lore probably exists that it explains it. Comics, whatever. But I if I remember correctly, there's not really much that explains why he wants to do this. He just wants to be the ruler of a perfect world and use his science to create denizens of the society that are also imper uh, perfect, uh, no flaws, no no violence and stuff, which sounds great until you realize he like purges off any like bad subjects, kills off hundreds of animals, people, mm-hmm. makes just kind of you know, mad scientist type
1: characters. I think- so I mean, I don't know. I, at least I, I think, re- yeah, go ahead. like, my biggest critique with these, like, one and done villains, um, because, yeah, I mean, you, you can't have, like, every villain, like, continue for, like, three movies like Thanos did or whatever. Um, but I think the biggest thing is they don't get enough screen time, in, in my opinion. Like, you don't build their character enough. They just kind of, you, sh- you show them at the start. You You show to the audience, hey, this is our bad guy. And then you have, like, and then they come at the very end. And then the heroes beat them, and, you know, it's like, okay, we beat the bad guy. Like, every other scene that we have of the creator or whatever, it it does show a lot, like, with him, like, his relationship with Rocket, which I thought was kind of interesting. But it's like, with everyone in, like, the present timeline, it's just, like, him getting angry at, like, people around him, you know? Like, I feel like to make a good villain, like... You have to like also take time to show off them and like their, like build their characters. Is what I'm trying to say. Whereas yeah, I like, think I it's think a with-
0: textbook example of the opposite of this, like the worst like case scenario. I'd say this guy, this character, wasn't the worst case scenario, but it, d- it was definitely pretty close. But the worst one I've seen was from Thor: Love and Thunder, mm-hmm. like uh, Gorn, I believe was his name, but <laughs> yeah, like yeah. we we mentioned a previous uh, unposted uh recording that we we barely remembered his name after the theater like we had to look up the the villain's main villain's name because we we honestly forgot because it he was his existence really wasn't that important and like his backstory was very quick and brief and mm-hmm. very simple and they didn't really care to flesh him out apart from give him a name and be the main thing main uh conflict that the story revolves around pretty similar honestly uh in this case uh this this villain doesn't honestly no backstory at all um, yeah. he's just kind of there, and he's the main he is a excuse for Marvel to then write a backstory for um rocket mm-hmm. uh, which I think is kind of the one of the bigger issues with this film is it it, it it's two hours and thirty minutes, but also it takes uh I think it bites off a bit more than it can chew because it, it simultaneously tries to tell this backstory of Rocket, which they could have done as their own film. Uh, I'm not saying they should have, though. I, I don't mind how they did it here. But it tries mm-hmm. to do that. It also tries to then kind of show the relationship right now between uh, Star Lord, Peter Quill, and uh, Gamora, and how yep. it's kind of, and they're seeing it, they're trying to rebuild it, but it's not really working out. It also tries to, like, cover um, the story of um, just the Guardians in general, Uh, because at the end of the film, it's kind of announced that the Guardians of the Galaxy is kind of disbanding in a way, like, they're not all going to be together anymore, they're all going to go live their separate lives, but they'll still be friends, they'll still probably group up together whenever each other needs help, but they all want to go their separate paths, so I think... They try to find, like, create a plot where they can put all that stuff together, so they can then just ship it off in one film, get like kill three birds with one stone. Uh, but I think because of that, it does mean that that this villain that's we're introduced to is very short lived and just no backstory whatsoever. Um, and we do it just kind of sets up uh, plenty of. Uh, of um, offshoots for Guardians of the Galaxy because now everyone going their separate ways. I mean, I feel like Disney can view that as like four different storylines <laughs> they can pursue. Yeah, you know, we got a Star Lord film, we got even a Gamora film, we got a Rocket film if we really want to. But we do we do see in like the, the post credit scene or mid credit scene, uh, it kind of hints towards uh the fact that there's a new Guardians group with yeah like a new Rocket lineup. Groot, um, Cosmo. The new gold guy. One of the rescued children. Um, I think that was Adam, Adam. Yeah. Yeah. So they, there's there's an offshoot there that's obviously going to be capitalized on. And they have plenty of more options if they want to go down that. So I think it just bit off a lot. Um, it just tried to condense it all so they didn't have to make more films about it. Uh, but then also still giving themselves more films to work off of, or more plot lines to work off of for future films. So I don't know. Yeah, I think because of that, it was very very cluttered in terms of meaning and plot there.
1: Yep. Um. What? So we talked about characters and all here. Who? Who was weir- Who was one that stood out to you, or like what? What is one that you enjoyed in this film particularly? And was there anyone that? You personally um, enjoyed i'll say i did i did
0: enjoy uh nebula's character a bit because she kind of just told people to shut up which I, I did enjoy sometimes when people were going on on stupid joke tangents that we talked about <laughs> earlier like she would just kind of start scree- i mean she would scream and shout and then everyone started shouting that was actually pretty infuriating uh but um i mean characters themselves uh, i don't know i mean i did enjoy um obviously we already talked about it but like my main favorite character is rocket and he is his kind of screen time is a little bit limited we only see him in the in the past um but yeah i don't know do, do you have any that stood out to you or I
1: uh, yeah i asked because honestly it, this might be a bit of a interesting pick but i kind of enjoyed uh the gold guy uh which i just looked up his name is warlock yeah um, and I don't know really what Sidatman he I mean he was more of just like a convenient plot tool if anything because he would come after Rocket he got him injured at the start and then they were he, they were kind of trailing him to the planet and in the end he saves Quill so really if you look at it he's just a plot tool to help explain yeah. bits and pieces i think they're turning the plot
0: tool into a uh, more of a main character with being a member of the new guardians guardians group. yeah
1: yeah but i don't know there was just something about like him just being like this like man child basically that doesn't yeah. really know anything but is like also very powerful at the same time i think probably the most powerful guy in the movie mm-hmm. i mean Let's he's say, up there. I mean,
0: honestly he was, he was a pretty strong
1: foe that never died but so, no, there's I don't know. There's just like things here and there that just like him just being like a total like, like child in like in like, w- when the mom is like you know to interrogate the dude showing me means business he just like like just, yeah, just blasts melts him, him and like just, you
0: see his <laughs> melted skull like afterwards. and then he
1: like he sees the dog and he's just and like the, do- and the, the producer's dog the dog is just, just like out oh of my nowhere. god yeah no I just, I don't know, I just find it like kind oh, of yeah, comical. I'd say
0: yeah I would say he definitely is probably a I
1: mean, like. Main character to take away from, but um, I don't know. Outside of that, um, yeah. I mean, well, I I, like we said again. You know, it's like it's a decent movie if you want to go out and you know you you feel like in the mood for like a Marvel, a Marvel movie. But I don't think it goes above and beyond in any. I say save
0: your money, spend it on Oppenheimer,
1: (laughs) or alternatively, possibly
0: the Barbie movie.
1: If, if yeah, that suits your fancy. Should we should we call, should we give out a final review then? Yeah, final sure. Review so time.
0: I, I just say a little little rubric here if you want to use that. Sure, sure. Uh, we, we usually go on a follow. ten
1: point scale. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's this is out of twenty five, but we can kind of adjust the fraction to be out of like a out of a, out of ten, including decimals.
1: Yeah, yeah. Point by point <clears throat> two fives.
0: Yeah. So I mean, let's see. Well, let's start with the first category here. Let's just go through them. Uh, literary sure. element so as far as the script, story development uh, dialogue, character development how do, how do we feel on a scale from 1 to 5 in this I category? mean once again
1: I liked. I, I don't think it was like I, I didn't dislike the way they did, they sh- explained Rocket's past and then having like the du- two story lines going on at the same time um, so I, I, I don't think it's that bad, I, I think I'm going to give probably like a 7 I'm thinking out of five, <laughs> oh shoot! Out of five, my out bad. there's only yeah, one category seven. here. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, out of five, I guess a three. Yeah, I'd
0: say a three. Um, because it does support the like the narrative supports like the story development. Like, um, it definitely they progress the story in the way that they want and need. Um, but there is definitely like missing character development, especially in like the villain. Um. And we kind of see the beginning of Star Lord and Gamora kind of making up, but also kind of just yeah. accepting I mean, what's happened. I mean, like you um, said,
1: like a lot, they're trying to do a lot. They're in trying like to do so much. Script. And because
0: of that, there's obviously going to be things missing in the literary part. So I'm just going to say a three out of five for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as far as general like directing elements, so the performance, visual elements that connect to the narrative, set design, character design, uh, just kind of the film aesthetic in general. How do, how do we feel about that from one to five?
1: I mean, I think Marvel does a good job. I mean, these movies have insane budgets usually, like uh, all the sets and everything, and people acting and all I think is is pretty good. And I think it usually visually looks pretty nice. So uh, I think I, I'm a little on the fence between 3 and 4. Like, I wish I could give it 3.5, mm-hmm. but I think I'm going to give it a 4. Yeah, I'm I i going to match through there. I think a
0: 4 is a very solid uh, choice there. I mean... It was definitely creative and original, but uh w- and the presentation was not too bad um but I just feel like there could have been more uh, probably better ways, just kind of
1: some odd offshoots in like the plot mm-hmm. that maybe didn't need to be there um, and, and speaking of directing this one thing, I just want to. Step back and bring up that I just remembered. Now I don't know if you remembered, but at the very start of the movie, when uh, Warlock, the golden our golden boy, um, yep. is fighting everyone, there were some interesting shots, weren't were there not? Like I don't know no, how, oh, how to yes, describe them, but like that. it followed the motion of like the people.
0: Yeah, and they did have some FOV changes too, kind of like mid mid like some of the punches and stuff. Like it, when they followed yeah. it was it was interesting. And yeah, there was some like kind
1: of what felt like onboard cams uh during Uh, the fighting i mean what i i what i think about them i don't think they pulled it off uh not beautifully probably not as much they didn't fully pull it off but i i do like that idea like i i like the idea of like you know constantly like looking into what how am i saying this I like that they're trying to try on new stuff, I guess is a simple yeah. way of saying it. Like, I, I don't think that's been for sure. too I mean, well, That before. leads
0: into the third category here, the visual element, the cinematography. So the lens, camera, position, colors. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like it's kind of hard. I think I'll give it a four as well. But I mean, for what considering it's Marvel I mean like obviously Marvel is is very good visual elements um all the time like they never really struggle in that department only a couple instances where I was very confused on how a multi-million dollar company was failing uh but in this film that was not present I mean the whole film like most Marvel films relies on it and it definitely does its job uh I never felt like I was being taken away from the story because of the surrounding elements and stuff so I'd say probably once again I'd probably say between a four and a five.
1: Yeah, I, I once again with those FOV things I think that could have been a little cleaner, but overall yeah I mean Marvel, yeah big so company of I'll, lot give it a money. Four. I'll uh, rate gonna, it. Fairly, I think I'm gonna match you as well. I was a little bit between three and four, but yeah, I sure. think overall it diff, diff, uh, deserves a four. Uh, and then
0: editing elements. So more specifically, just the VFX, the scene flow, general shock. Uh, selection transition between shots. I feel like this kind of is very similar to the cinematography. Uh, like the editing did not really take away. Um, it was it, I could follow the story pretty easily. Like the transitions between present and flashback were pretty clear. Mm-hmm. Um, I was never confused about what was happening there. So I, I'd say probably uh, probably another four, four or five.
1: I think I'm going to go with four for this one, yeah. Uh, not too much else to
0: say about that. All right, and then the final one is going to be sound element. So the music, sound effects, score, dialogue. This, I think, is what kind of kills the film. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The dialogue, most specifically. Dialogue is kind of a bear. The music, and um, I know it's kind of Guardian of the Galaxy's thing, so, I mean, I, it's kind of hard to judge, but, like, it is pretty... Uh, I hate to say it, but kind of lazy. They just take, you know, modern songs. But the whole idea is because he's listening to it on his, like, MP3 player. I understand. <laughs> um, but also, that's just the music. But, like, the
1: dialogue, wow.
0: It's tough. It's really flat in yeah, some, I mean, some it, places. It's
1: it's lazy, and a lot of the time it doesn't make all too much sense, is what I'd say. The The yeah. dialogue definitely struggles um here and there i mean there's just like some parts where it's just like like you just yeah like you're just confused as to what they were trying to do with uh like um just for one example i remember um so mantis when they were like on board this ship and there was like uh all the children of like the advanced race that the creator uh had made in the cells. Uh, they were like speaking this like weird language, which later on we know we reveal uh, is revealed that Drex knows it. But like she was like, you know, I don't know this language, and I think it was said earlier on, like she understands like a like a ton of different languages and all. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know this language. Where and that felt so odd because I mean before they were also on like the counter Earth where they were speaking like another language and like she tried doing like uh hand signals, you know, and yeah. all to like so like it's just. It's small cuts like that where it's just, like, I, I just think, like, do we need that, like, bit of dialogue there? Like, was it necessary? Like it was
0: a part where they were invited into the home by, like, the locals, the locals on Counter-Earth. Oh, my God. And they dude. had, like, the whole scene where they're sitting down and, like, oh, the juice is delicious. It was, like, yeah, bro, like is this really necessary? Like, your friend is on, like, his final couple hours. Like, he's literally yeah. about to die. And I just find it hard to believe that the characters in this situation are fine with just sitting down with the locals and being yeah, like, "Oh, yeah. so mean, where, where like do we go?" Some
1: pop and then and Drax keeps on laying down on the couch, which everyone gets mad at him for. Y'all, he yeah, lay, he
0: tried to lay down on the couch literally four times. And It's just like uh, first time, first time was kind of like, "Okay, yeah, that's his character." Second time, it's like, "Aha, okay." And then third and fourth, you're really just like, "Stop dragging the scene out!" Like no mm-hmm. one in this situation realistically would be, like, do this. And this isn't, like, a, a straight comedy film, you know? Like, mm-hmm. like, it's an action film with comedy. So, it's, like, it's like it takes itself seriously, or it, it wants to be taken seriously, but, like, the, the characters just kind of, at times, just seem to care more about the comedy yeah. for the film. And So, it's, like, in that sense, I think I can really only give it, like, a two-
1: yeah I, I and another thing i wanted to say about sound design one thing i feel like with marvel fights or like when there's like big cgi fights i think there's something about it where it's just like i don't get like the oomph i feel like with like other fights if that makes sense like yeah uh let's think back i'll think back on a movie watched recently so like in the batman movie where he's in like the hallway um, with like, it, there he goes down the elevator and it's dark and there was like a ton of guys with guns staying the hallway and oh, then yeah. like every like every you muzzle flash feel, you can see him you can feel the punches if that makes sense every you can impact, feel every impact every impact
0: very masterful sound design
1: yes yeah like but, the sound design is so well whereas in Marvel like in I think it's just films, there's so
0: many impacts and there's so many like all over the place that
1: they just don't feel it just powerful. doesn't feel good. Yeah, yeah, like I, it's hard to say, but like the yeah, fight just scene is never intense.
0: Like the fight scene is never intense. It's always like the end of the fight scene, like where someone's getting the upper hand, where it's intense. Like doesn't feel like there's a struggle for like power really in mm-hmm. most of the fights. Um, yeah, so like, it's just a,
1: that- a guy can like completely slice another dude in half, but it's just like I don't feel the weight of that like in obviously like super powerful like hit. You know, it's just yeah. it's just not there. So yeah, for that. Those reasons and the dialogue especially, yeah, I'm going to say two as well. All right, so that
0: will bring the final rating to a 6.8 out of 10. Okay. Um, I'd say that's decently fair. Uh, I, I think it's definitely better than most of the average Marvel films, mm-hmm. Um, but definitely not a cinematic masterpiece by any means. Oh, no, of um, course not. If you're a Marvel fan, obviously, go ahead and watch it. And probably already have. If you're not a Marvel fan... I uh, want to check it out. I wouldn't tell you not to, um, but just know that there's definitely better films around the corner coming up exactly. too. So, if you
1: not you're the biggest cash, watch,
0: you got Disney Plus. Just wait for it to come out.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you got cash, save it. Save it for <laughs> later in the summer. But yeah, if you're if you're thirsty, if you're hungry for a Marvel movie, superhero movie, go ahead. It's not bad. All
0: right. I think that'll wrap us up for the first episode here on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, We'll probably be back again with another film uh, coming up sometime soon, so we'll just stay tuned for that, and we'll see you guys next time.